0: It's singles only podcast time. My name is Paul Farver. I am your host. This week's episode features comedian Joe Prano. Hilarious episode, so fun. We did it by Zoom. So if you're listening audio, go to my YouTube page at uh, youtube.com/backslash Paul F Comedy, and you can watch along. If nothing, just watch it for his mustache. It's it's one of the greatest in the comedy world. Um, I will be at stuck with Paul. Lincoln Lodge, December 1st, Wednesday. Check it out. Uh, Fun show with Kyle Scanlon, Stephen Haas, Sarah Perry, Adam Burke, and Andy Fleming. Uh, It'll be stand-up comedy, some sketches, and uh, interviewing people as well. There might be some surprise guests as well. So get your tickets. Uh, I think I have a link on my website. Or you can go to LincolnLodge.com and get the tickets. I think they're like 5 bucks. What a deal. I'm just trying out some new stuff. It's a new... uh, um, format i'm trying to create uh similar to singles only uh interviewing but just not limited just to dating there'll be other cool stuff i'll be at dr grins in grand rapids michigan that weekend then i'm in plano dallas texas house of comedy headlining on what's the date on that december 8th and then featuring for my good friend steve simone the rest of the week um Upcoming dates in Chicago at Zaney's, um, G-Man Tavern, Laugh Factory, and uh, back in Florida at Laugh-In Comedy Club, Comedy Cafe in Fort Myers uh, for Christmas week. If you haven't already, review, subscribe, tell your friends, be my best friend, email me at pfarvar and check out our sponsors. Hey, gang. If you know me, you know I'm a caffeine junkie. I have pop, soda, Diet Coke, energy drinks with every meal. Had it since I was a kid. Can't drink plain water. Just not a fan. Um, I'd rather give up a side dish like fries at a meal than give up my pop because I need my energy. I need my caffeine. Focus sparkling water is sparkling water with a spark. Focus is a delicious, health conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. Yes caffeinated water. Infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine, you'll get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or crash. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, and it's non-GMO. So ditch your sugary sodas or energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you don't know what They are, or how to even pronounce, focus, sparkling water. National caffeine derived from tea gives you the same boost as an eight-ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst-quenching form. Your body needs water doesn't mean that it has to be boring, Um, so check it out. They've got a wide range of flavors, including blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and my favorite, peach. You can find it online at drinkfocus.com. That's focus with a P-H-O-C-U-S dot com. Located in 4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, and Giant Martins. Also available at Meyer, and they will soon be in the Mariano's in Chicago as soon as January, I believe. So check it out. Drink Focus. You're welcome. I want to tell you about a podcast called Behind the Bits Podcast with Scott Curtis, my friend. I've done the podcast. It's every week, Scott Curtis talks serious with comedians and folks in the comedy business about the craft. You'll learn about why they got on stage for the first time, about their writing process, as well as how to get booked and unique self-promotion tricks that worked and those that didn't. He talks about these subjects and many more every episode. Uh, Behind the Bits won the Discover Pods Award for Best Interview Style Podcast in 2020 and been heard in 28 countries. So check it out. Um, He's talked to legends who paved the way, new sensations, and everyone in between. That everyone in between, that's me. Um, Check it out. Check out my episode, uh, Behind the Bits Podcast. Uh, Whether you're a new comedian, working comedian, or a comedian nerd, you'll find something valuable for Behind the bits. It's all on all the apps, thebtbpc.com as well. Check it out. Scott Curtis, Behind the Bits podcast. You're welcome. Hey guys, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I'm Paul Farvar. We're doing this by Zoom. So if you're listening uh, via Zoom, you can go hop over to my YouTube page at uh, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy to watch it live. Uh, if anything, you need to see this guest's mustache, and that's reason alone to watch it if you're just listening to it wherever you are. But anyway, I, I've said enough. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, do all that good stuff. Uh, we don't have time for that right now because we. I'm excited to have this guest on. He's a host of the podcast Dirty Sports, stand-up comedian, hilarious guy, owner of one of the finest mustaches in comedy, Joe Prano.
1: Thank you for having me, sir.
0: <laughs> Thanks for doing it. I felt Thank like Chris you.
1: Collinsworth entering the uh, the Sunday Night Football booth, the slide in.
0: Yeah, I, I like to have people come in however they want. It's kind of like uh, my nod to the talk show format. I feel like you're a podcaster, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, you and I met in uh, Florida, in Naples, Florida, a couple of weeks ago. We did a couple of shows together uh, with our friend Eddie Ift and uh one show good one show okay
1: yeah uh the i I feel like it flipped on us too like i feel like i my first the first show we did a tuesday wednesday which was weird i think that's the first time i ever did like a you know headlining type of show obviously eddie was our headliner but like just a host feature headliner tuesday wednesday tuesday was dicey for me apparently i was uh anti-woman in that show (laughs) and then uh wednesday was way better and i feel like eddie thought the opposite
0: I, i agree with you on everything i thought wednesday was better um but i think he had more fun on tuesday yeah um to give people an idea um the average age of that crowd was 68 69 but there was a there was like a young people sprinkled in in and out and uh out of nowhere one of the young people chimes up during your set and you're like what what was that all about but
1: yeah it was weird
0: it perfectly uh, uh you will not be canceled uh even if you did say anything uh uh questionable which you didn't so well,
1: yeah i didn't think i said anything and we just came from a very liberal town right. in north carolina in wilmington and no one said anything yeah. And then we're in Naples, Florida, in a room full of senior citizens. And I was like, I thought you guys were a- anti-cancel down here.
0: Right. It, it's just kind of one of those things where I think that venue, uh, they, they're they eating, so they hear bits and pieces, and they didn't hear your setup properly. Or they heard the setup, and then they're like, wait, what did he just say? And then it's, but anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're here to talk about why you're single. Uh, you have- a great mustache
1: yeah thank you that's uh, certainly not it a <laughs>
0: tall, tall italian handsome fella uh you're out in uh los angeles mm-hmm. city of angels city where um italian people strive i assume
1: yeah a little bit i mean i'm a new yorker originally definitely more uh italians thriving in the tri-state area but yes. uh but yeah we do okay in los angeles as well so why
0: are you single
1: that's a great question that I uh, ask ask myself and my therapist, and uh, you know, I I don't I think that part of it is you get to a certain age, and then like when you're younger, you're you're very much a hopeless romantic, and you're like, this is it, this is everything. And I remember being in my early twenties and breaking up with a girl and just feeling like totally devastated, like just. Yeah just shattered and like she broke
0: up with you you mean or yeah
1: yeah but just oh. like you know in general like i remember just like the younger day no matter what it was like it was always bad and then as yeah. you get older you're like yeah whatever <laughs> it's fine I think
0: we get hardened at a certain point where it's like i i just i i enter relationships thinking uh how badly will this end i always try to mitigate the damages and keep the expectations low for myself and for the other person. And I feel like, you know, there's not a lot of crazy highs and a lot of crazy lows when you do that. But maybe that's not the way to live.
1: Yeah. I always go pretty uh, you know, full bore into it and then the opposite. And then it's usually pretty disastrous.
0: What what's the longest relationship you've had, Jeff?
1: Um, I guess the longest be uh I dated a girl uh you know, twenty in my twenties for like on and off for like probably seven or years or something like that but that was like you know a couple years here and then a year break and then like a couple years again but that's probably all in all the most significant
0: what about since your brain has been fully formed post 25 years old
1: um that that's when we get into like the two year three year uh, of like over and over and over again
0: (laughs) yeah since are you are do you go right into a relationship or do you take, is there time off between these two, three-year relationships?
1: Some, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's uh, one vine to the other. And there was definitely been, there's <laughs> been, definitely been um, a couple of situations where I was like, no, now you need a moment, take a deep breath, uh, do the single thing.
0: Why, why do you think that is? Are you like, uh, you like being in relationships or you just kind of fall into them?
1: Yeah. It's a great question. I, I don't, I feel like, I I feel like whenever I'm in, I'm like, no, not really. But, yeah. uh, I think that just, um, there's a little bit of so- social pressure that you're supposed to be doing that at right. a certain time. And then also like, yeah, it's something I want. Um, but you know, it's like when each one's obviously its own, um, its own adventure. Sure. So then, so then, you know, like you go into a mall with these good intentions, but then, you know, all, whatever happens. So it's like, I feel like, uh, after the fact, it's always like my next move is always based on my last experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, Oh, I, I feel like I'm never going to do that again.
0: Uh, in your mall analogy, you go in with the greatest expectation. Is that where you rob a, a lid store? What's, what happens at this mall? I don't understand. What Did happened? I say mall? I think you I said say the- going to the mall with, Oh, you go into them all.
1: I'm going into them all. Oh, I thought you yeah. went into
0: a mall with good intentions. I'm no, like- that's,
1: that's, that's good too. I, we can, we can make it a mall. We can make it a mall thing. Like, like I go into the mall. I, I look at the directory of possible relationships. What yes. floor
0: I want to enter. I was like, wait, what happened at the mall? I'm
1: you done. are here.
0: That's, right. Right. that's my bad. That's a technology gift. Jeff, uh, uh, sca- scapo, um, No, but I've
1: definitely, I've definitely had a couple Spencer gifts relationships. (laughs) I've had a few, I've had a few champs.
0: I'm sorry. Like as soon as you said that, I'm like, where, wait, wait, what happened? I'm I'm dumb. I'm pretty, I don't know. I thought I heard mom, but you went into them with great related intentions. Um, Do they, um, do they all kind of end the same way? Or are you like, have you learned from your experiences?
1: Uh, I definitely have not learned from my experiences. You're doing
0: the same shit every time.
1: I feel like I am. Yeah, at least, at least in the past, mm, I don't know, ten years.
0: Okay. Do you uh, do you want to get married and have kids? Is that in the spectrum?
1: Definitely, always wanted kids. Okay. Always wanted kids. Okay. Don't see. Don't. Uh, not sure where you know religious ceremonies and government contracts. Sure. Play into this. I'm just one of those people where it's like what does that have to do with anything? Sure. Um and also, I'm one of those people that's like you know, it seems like having a child with somebody would be the greatest contract one would ever need to sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the idea that you think anybody would value paperwork over the the child that we share. Right. Is is crazy, but I understand that not everybody agrees with that. Certainly women, the women, women want their, they don't even want a marriage, right? They want a wedding.
0: Yeah. They just, they pictured that wedding since they were 12 years old. If a guy says that, Hey, I can't wait till my ring. Like something's, something we, something's we've pic- right.
1: we pictured our bachelor party, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think so. Yeah. I think honestly, when I look back on the fact that I probably won't get married because I think it's an outdated institution. Um, I just look back on two things. One, I'm never going to get the gifts back for all those weddings I went to. And number two, like how fun would that bachelor party be? Because I'll pick all the things I want to do. Because I've been I've been the best man or organizer of seven bachelor parties. And like the, some of the stuff these guys pick are so dumb. I'm just yeah. like, oh, why, are we, why are we doing this? Just because you're supposed to go to a strip club? Come on. Yeah. Let's go fucking skydiving or let's go to the mall let's go to spencer's let's go to spencer
1: gifts yeah it's we're certainly at a a point now where it's like we've seen the pitfalls we've seen the fails seven of them you know like you're like we don't need to do this we don't need to do this we did vegas it's not worth it you know this is where we go but like you said it's like you get to some point you go uh do we even really need to do that
0: yeah. I just want a guy's trip. You know, you just want to do a guy's trip. And unfortunately for me, all my friends uh, that I grew up with are my closest friends. They're all married and like getting them to go anywhere for a trip more than once a year is like really hard for people that have kids and are married. And I think money. we need
1: to normalize and maybe like the number like 40 seems too young these days. 50 maybe seems too old, but considering like you know, just how much energy we have. Maybe 45 is the number. Maybe I'm saying that because I'm 42. Yeah. But maybe 45 is the number where it's like, if you haven't done one, like if you're if you're if you haven't been married one time, so you don't get to run it back, but you should get a still a bachelor party where all, right. all your yeah. all, all your friends are like, no, we'll pay for you to go to Vegas.
0: Yeah, they they should have a party like for yeah, like when I have a big show, like I always guilt people in that they're married i'm like hey this is probably the closest thing i'm gonna have to a wedding so i went to your fucking destination wedding in cape cod and you got divorced so i think you owe me yeah so that's like, yeah but we don't have that you're right that's a good we should normalize 45 we my friends and i did a trip when we all turned 40 we went to austin city limits and it was literally probably the best trip of my life because you're older you're not like crazy drunk and doing every drug imaginable you're you're selecting the ones you want to do and you have money so you can and
1: you have money that's it's so important you're like hey we don't have to do we don't have to like stay 10 guys to a hotel room
0: oh we still did that but (laughs) no but no like the decision making process was so much easier it was just like from cancun and, and spring break for you know when you're 21 or whatever it's totally different but Anyway, we got off track here. So you want to have kids.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted. That's something I've always wanted. And now, you know, I'm, I'm 42. It's like I, I've got I've got the nieces and nephews. Yeah. And right. So the question is, like, do you, you know, do you take it on? Do you still like even worry about that or you just go like, oh, just be the coolest uncle of all time?
0: That's what I've leaned into. Like, I just uh, I take them out all the time and now they're older. I mean, the whole reason to have kids is like, you know, so you can stay young and, and have your, you know, name continue, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you can do that without with having your own lives if you have a lot of nieces and nephews. So,
1: yeah, I feel like it's sharing your wisdom too, like passing yeah. on the things you learn. And I feel like with nieces and nephews, there's only so far you can go. Whereas like if you're a dad, it's like, hey, listen, this is the way it's going to be. But yeah. also my niece, my oldest niece or net, my nephew is like eight or nine now. So oh, we still okay. haven't gotten to like, you know, teaching them to drive and yeah, talking, talking about yeah. smoking pot or like why mushrooms are great for you. And things <laughs> yeah, like
0: that. Like- little, my my brother is a lot older than me and his oldest is 16, but uh, my nieces are six and 13 And so actually they're in Florida where we were at. So I was just like, cool. I can get home in time to like, go get ice cream with them and spoil them. So they remember me and maybe they'll be around to take care of me when I'm alone, like in a nursing home at 75. (laughs) I mean, assuming I'm alive, who knows? I don't know. But um, so you want to have kids, you're not consoled on the marriage thing. What are you doing to, to make that a possibility given that you probably don't want to start having kids in ten years,
1: right? So yeah, you have a
0: limited time frame.
1: I'm not doing anything whatsoever. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. And like, maybe that's the maybe that's part of the issue too. Is like, I feel like um, everybody I know, especially the women, it's like this is my timeline. This is when things have to happen by, and this is whatever. And it's like sometimes I'm always. You know, I should get on this tomorrow, and then I'm also at the same time. You know, our life in comedy with the road, and you know, unless you're, you know, six guys, you know, you're kind of grinding. It's like also go on, take it on. So there's like, I feel being older, I'm a little bit more cautious with just like diving into it, but at the same time, it's like this is when you need to be less cautious because, you know, not that there's like a window shutting, but like also, yeah, I'm a, you know, I've always fancied myself as like the dad who would, you know, throw play catch with this kid and like, you know, yeah. toss batting practice and stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, man, I'm getting sore, you know, when I throw one to him. <laughs> so.
0: Right. Yeah. You don't want to be the old guy. My brother had his last kid when he was uh, 48. So and he's, you know, he's not an athlete by any means. He can't, he couldn't throw a ball when he was twenty, so it doesn't matter. But
1: I also have a, a friend of mine who he actually does a joke about it, about having being the old, the super old dad and just like dying when he's a kid, and now you're a legend forever. You know, like you yeah. go out, you die when your kid's fourteen. It's just like, man, I'm gonna do everything for the memory of my dad. You know, right? I mean, obviously, you'd love to see. I, I don't know. It's like, uh, I, maybe when I'm a maybe when I have a kid one day, I'll be like, of course I want to watch this kid graduate high right. school and college and get his job and get married and all that. But like, I don't know. My dad passed away a couple of years ago. He didn't see me get married, you know? And it's like, right. I, don't, I don't think he's like, was devastated by it.
0: Well, you also there, it depends on if it's a uh, daughter or a son. I think you want to see your son, Get to a certain level but i think when your daughter's 14 you don't want to be there for all those like dudes that are trying to sleep with your daughter and having sure. to like explain why guys are dirt balls because you were there and you're like i was a guy too you don't want that conversation but yeah yeah but then again you don't want to be you know around when your son's 22 and you know he's going to rehab so right <laughs> So maybe you do want to be dead and gone. I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough decision. But Just, you, you talk- know, when, I,
1: when I'm, when I'm, when I hit 75, I'll take my eight year old to the mall and walk <laughs> him around.
0: Let's make, I'd be like, you went, you can't, you went in with good intentions with your son and then you're like, Hey, let's uh, rob this gap. <laughs> hmm. So let me ask you this. If, um, you talked about the grind and how you know our schedule. You, we talk about this on a lot, a lot on the podcast. These last women that you dated were they regular jobbers? They had nine to fives, or were they creatives? I think in LA, it's a little yeah a little a
1: little more the last few more creatives than uh, regular jobbers. I've had I've had the the nine to fives as well, which obviously always caught. There's there's always a rift when you're a comic and they're a, a, like a nine to fiver or, or like work, because now, now it's like, now it's like, Oh, you, what did you do all day? Yeah. You know? um But then at the same time, when you're both around all day, that's not better. Like you need that's that true. separation. You yeah. Know? Um, but
0: if you live with a person. Yeah. That's a little harder, but,
1: yeah. You know. Which I always, which I've done now a few times.
0: Yeah, you talk about that in your set uh that uh your last one didn't last the lease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great.
1: And there's uh, yeah, and the, and 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 in my set I do a you know there's and and I have tons more that I don't do in 25 minutes, but it's like it's an amalgamation of 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 women who've like sure. the, the, the troubles of living with women which are endless for me at You're least. Doing
0: it though. Why you keep do I mean You've done it a few times now. That's yes. that's a huge huge step to take in a relationship whether it's 1 year in or 2 years in or less it sounds like you've done it in less. Yeah,
1: I've done I've done it 3 times all for different reasons um all gone bad. What are, are the
0: reasons? what are the possible reasons you can do it that are? Well
1: the the very first time was moved out here to California from New York with the girl, we lived separately there. We moved in together out here. It was like, we're going for it. You know what I mean? And we lasted the year, but like also, barely. But like, <laughs> yeah. Like we, we like she stuck around after, but like, but it was, the time was up. Like it, w- it went sour pretty quickly. And that was a big, that was like, we were talking about, she was nine to five. She'd go out every day. She'd come home. You know, I'm in L.A. And when you know what it's like going to a new city to do comedy, like a lot of the legwork isn't in the writing the jokes or the going to the shows. It's like the meeting the people who have the shows hanging out at the comedy store patio and doing this. So it's like, so what did you do tonight? You just you went to a comedy club when you weren't on the show and just got drunk.
0: You, wait, you did a guest spot for five minutes and you didn't get paid. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah.
1: And, w- and why did you have to stick around like four hours? It's like, yeah, because I have to meet all these other people in hopes of getting other five minute unpaid guest spots.
0: Yeah. And the list goes out. Okay. So that was your first time. Yeah. Again, you went into the mall with good intentions there. It sounds yeah. like. <laughs> what about the other two? What second, were the
1: second one, Um, I had, I had, said like she, her lease was up and she was like, Hey, we should live together. I was like, absolutely not. I, I just did this. It didn't go well. I have at the time I had found myself like this garage studio in Venice. That was like the best living experience ever where the lady who ran the place was like, it was the house. There was a main house. And then there was like a studio in the garage and the main house was an Airbnb And she was like, you can do work on the garage and whatever money you spend on it, I'll take off your rent. And also anytime somebody comes in and out of the Airbnb, if you turn it over, fluff the pillows, change the sheets, make sure like there's no dishes in the sink. I'll also take like a hundred bucks off your rent. So I had this pretty boss like garage studio in Venice right off Abikini that some months I paid a hundred dollars for.
0: Right. Sometimes and, we're getting paid for the work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh so I was like, I'm this is a perfect situation for me for a guy who doesn't make a ton of money. Like, I'm not right. doing it. And then within I don't know, 15 days, the lady was like, Listen, I'm gonna move my boyfriend in, you're out. And I was like, no. And then so, so suddenly I was like on the street and she was like, so about living together. And I was like, shit. <laughs> now, how do you, you say that?
0: You think she planned you in hindsight, do you think she was involved some way?
1: No, but it certainly worked out for her.
0: <laughs> it seems like a conspiracy if I, if, if I'm, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, the, the landlord was just kind of also a terrible person as well. <laughs> OK, uh, I, I said when I moved in there, I was like, I just feel like I'm going to like turn this garage, raw garage space into like a pretty awesome apartment. And then you're going to kick me out. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen. And that's basically what happened. Right. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's super cool and like livable now.
0: Yeah, I'm just going
1: to I'm going to move my boyfriend in and because she like traveled or whatever. So she just needed somebody on site. And her boyfriend's like, that's a pretty cool apartment. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. It's... OK, so that's two. What, what happened the last time?
1: The last time was, you know, definitely, uh, like almost a combo of the two, like pandemic was in an apartment in Venice. Venice got real bad, um, during, during COVID there was, you know, cans of soup coming, flying through our windows and stuff like that. It was like Uh, really riotous as well as like the stay at home order apparently was, um, if you were homeless, that's your home. So you have to stay at home. So like they were letting people in Venice, just like build out structures. And I would say every day, somebody's like bamboo shack on the beach, like caught fire. And I was just like, it's kind of like I'm living in a war zone. (laughs) And so I was like, I kind of want to get out of here. And she wanted to get out of her situation. So then it was another like, well, okay,
0: this makes sense. And then it doesn't. So you don't, you won't do that again, barring, some extremely extremely painful circumstances.
1: Yes. Okay. This the, I, I, the Three strikes in your eye. I was like, okay. I was like, stop this. Stop okay. the insanity.
0: I think it's shame on you the second time, but yeah. whatever. You can do three in your... So what are you doing to... How do you normally meet these women that you've dated? Are you meeting them like online or in real life? What are you doing?
1: In, uh, real life, ex- almost exclusively. I don't think I've ever met anyone online that ever was anything more than like a couple dates what,
0: what, I, and I,
1: I really never did the app thing like at all. Like in, there was a moment where I think I was on there and I was just like, oh, this is not for me at all. Really? Um, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like the reason why, um, is like everything about me that, um, sets me apart. Like it is is not as good on paper as it is in person. You know what I mean? Like I have to write my height in my bio. You know what I mean? Very I've got guy. a, That's I'm, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm a tall guy, but it's like, oh, now I've got to like, you don't want to just be like a plus I'm six, four. Like, so whereas in person you approach somebody and you're like, geez, you're tall. Right. Like, and, or, and you're outgoing. And I feel like everybody's outgoing on the where, apps.
0: Where you benefit in my opinion. And I was very anti apps for a while um but where you benefit is you are a stronger writer than 99 of those people on that app and you're quicker with your wit than 99 of those people on your app plus you have height plus you have a mustache plus you're good looking like you're gonna you would clean up you would have a lot of options on on certain apps the ones where you can yeah. like fill in all the blanks where and it also saves a lot of time, I think. But,
1: but also, my thing is always like... Oh, I'm and also a- there,
0: there's a question where it says where you want children and you don't want children. So mm. you already eliminate a lot of time wasted where you've gotten comfortable with someone and then you're like, oh, well, too bad we don't want the same things. Right. Two years later, moving out of your Venice home.
1: I just I I did it and I don't know maybe it's like a different time now like I feel like it was relatively early on it was like the tinder oh yeah
0: that's a hookup app
1: yeah um
0: like hinge is a good one um I mean some of those they you can put enough in there where and then the people that put their stuff out there it's like and it's it's perfect for someone who doesn't want to spend a lot of energy on it because you dictate how much time you spend on it before the pandemic, the only times I would ever be on the apps were like right before I'm going on stage when, you know, the host is going over his time. I'm just sitting there like waiting to just get out of my brain, or like in the bathroom. Like that's right. literally the only time <laughs> I did it. And then um, I've got a ever- buddy.
1: who has got a good joke about that. Like
0: white, yeah.
1: finding his wife while he was like going to the bathroom. Like, how did you guys meet? Well, I was on the toilet.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I saw your mom's beautiful blue eyes.
0: Right. I mean, it it is, there's something to be said about it. Um, But again, like, I I don't know. I I think when you've been on them for a while, like I have, like you see the red flags right away. And then also the priority level too. Like some people are on there, they respond right away. And if you don't respond for two days, like what the hell? I'm like, well, listen, like this is, (laughs) I'm like slow burning. Maybe we'll meet someday. Maybe not. I don't know. But right now my priority is, you know, comedy. Yeah. So.
1: And I feel I'm I also I'm like I'm out and about so much. Yeah And it's like it's not like I have a lack of but you know it's not like I'm like oh I'm I'm working so much that so then I can't it's like my job is going out into places where people are drinking and having a done. Yeah. I mean I've met I've met numerous people doing stand-up sure or, or out at the club or whatever. And so yeah, you know, I guess we'll we'll see if that's uh if if the the app pool is well it's
0: different it's a different uh set setting you know like because at a show if you meet someone they just saw you at your best um and is that a good thing like right they're not going to approach you if you bomb they're going to approach you if they were attracted to you and then what's that do to set the expectations (laughs) like like, wait, you were way funnier there than you are right now at Taco Bell. Like, what's right. going on? Like, <laughs> and I then, also think there's something we said that, like, on those apps, we were like, "Tell me a joke." I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not your monkey. Well, here.
1: and that's that's the other thing is like, and and you know this, like, we're both we're both guys that have good careers, and comedians know us, and we have our own fan bases, but right. like if I asked my mom, well, actually my mom saw you in Naples, but, oh, but so t- we'll, we'll take that out of the equation. But like, what if I, I asked, she, she thought you were great. Right. But if I asked, you know, a random person on the street who you are, or you asked a random person, they might not know you. So I feel like also sometimes when you're on the app, it's like, oh, you're a comedian. It's like yeah. saying, you know, it's like when I see a woman who says like, I'm a CEO, it's like, oh, did dad, start help you start a purse company like
0: <laughs> yeah i think you're right i think especially in la i think i had a friend who wouldn't put that he was a comedian he just put yeah. like in la because like everyone's a comedian you're like okay so you put you put like uber driver just to be like i'm not <laughs> i'm not dealing with this shit but yeah. i think it's different where you go so you're, you're right i think that that side of the argument about putting comedian on there it's it's tough i i think you're right but I so you're telling me I did
1: I did it wrong by putting comedian and then only putting shots of me with a microphone on stage.
0: I mean, I have one shot of me on there, but it's like later in the thing, I think. But again, when I'm in, uh, I have it set in Chicago and 90% of the time someone will know me or know someone I know. And they're like, oh yeah, we saw you at Laugh Factor or whatever. So it's like, I'm already... I'm already either working up or like working against something that was said about me that like, Oh, you dated my friend. You're like, well, I wouldn't call it dating. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're just dealing with that. I don't know.
1: And it turns out she wasn't my soulmate, which yeah. I'm still looking for.
0: That's a good, right. That's a good way to turn it. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Wasn't soulmate. Good intentions. Women,
1: women love to hear soulmate. You know, <laughs> you're like, what, what do you want me to do? And she just wasn't the one.
0: Yeah, I think that you're <laughs> gaslighting them into thinking that's what you're looking for. But in your situation, maybe you are. I mean, you are looking yeah. to have a kid. I'm I'm not, I'm trying to avoid any any of that. Um, well, so what are the things that you look for when you date, what are your red flags now? What have you learned?
1: Oh, I literally just said this the other day. I think my newest and latest and like maybe top of the list red flag is like if you absolutely love Taylor Swift.
0: Really? I that's can't.
1: Because it, because especially right now, and I'm noticing it. It's like this, you know. Have you seen this thing? I mean, you're on all the social media. There's a 10 minute dragging. Saw
0: the I saw the Jake Gyllenhaal like. Oh yeah, I saw the the song and the video during the SNL. I watched it. I watched that, but I didn't see what's going on.
1: on It's like it's like a 10 year old song, and now it's 10 minutes, just like dragging Jake Gyllenhaal for like stealing her scarf when they dated for two months or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But my thing it's like, and this has happened a lot and you meet a lot of, of, of women who absolutely love her. it's like, there's something about her. It's like some reason women love her so much, but yet she is the most self-involved person yeah. like in the history of the world where like, I think anybody who's like, yeah, this is what you should be doing all the time is just like living inside your own head, like, cr- like taking your relationships and turning them into huge cinematic dramas that you think the whole world needs to care i'm like a
0: fucking scarf yeah
1: yeah i'm just like no like sometimes people date and it doesn't go well and that's it and it's over
0: i used to i used to say that i wanted a better songwriter to date taylor swift so we can hear that side of the story like be like what about the response like especially with Adele, like whenever she had songs, I like automatically sided with the guy. I'm like, well, what did you do? Like, I, right. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. You said that about Taylor Swift, because I just talked about that on uh, my candy show where I said, if someone says Snickers is their favorite candy bar, cause I, I think Snickers is okay, but it's overrated. It's a marketing scam. For I'm like, sure. I'm like, I could already tell someone if they say Snickers is their favorite, their favorite singer is Taylor Swift. Like yeah. <laughs> and I said, they're, like, they're incredibly people? basic. Yeah, that's like, watch it tomorrow. I, I, it was recorded years ago, but literally, that's what I said. I go, it's a basic candy bar, and you're a basic bitch. But like, yeah, it's my, it's, we did the Snickers episode on Sweet Opinion. So if you see that, I've like literally said the same thing. So parallel thinking. I, I just didn't yeah. watch it. So Taylor Swift is a turn off. Um, if they that's like true. her, it's okay. Just if they're obsessed with her, it's too much.
1: Yeah, but honestly, even kind of like, yeah, if you're, She's and, and you know, and you know, I can't, I come up to Miley Cyrus. Uh, that's my walk-up song. I love
0: song. you do that. Yeah. So mine was Party in the USA for years. That's oh, really? Cool. Yours is Wrecking Ball. But uh, yeah, Party in the USA is my go-to song for like uh, a lot of stuff. But
1: I have said about Party in the USA, because, uh, and I am a Miley Stan. And I think it's because it, it's almost a, it's almost my response to the, to this out of control, like Taylor Swift love. I'm just like, but look at Miley. She's like, she's like the, what Taylor's pretending to be, but it it really is. You Uh, know what I mean? Um, But I've said, there's all this debate about, um, you know, the national anthem now, and then there's the black national anthem and there's division. And I'm like, I understand the argument. Like we can't have 10 national anthems play before ball. I was like, we need to settle on one, Patriotic song that everybody agrees is awesome. And I think it should be Party in the USA. Amen. Let's just play it's, that before the Super Bowl.
0: It's the greatest. So I, I spent a night um, about four years ago just learning. I play guitar. I learned all the riffs of all that song, like in just one night after a show. So, like, it was like 4.30 in the morning. And then I put it on Instagram. I'm like, what did I do on Friday night? Party in the USA. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, a, it's one of my favorite songs. It's like, a, no matter who, it's kind of like those one thing when you're when you're um, you, you take over a party and you're a DJ or something that's like no one's going to be like oh who put this on it's like a win win anywhere you go i think
1: I'm, I'm i think maybe you'll have to tell me what app it is where i can just do like a poll like Miley or Taylor and immediately see how immediately (laughs) just go oh okay i know it's only going to be 15 or 10 percent of people that are
0: that's your demo that's that's my pool
1: and then i can just go now we've cut it down to this small subsection
0: you could put that on 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 the app hinge be like if you are like lose my you know swipe left if you're taylor over miley and then you'll find your your i mean if someone says my favorite song is wrecking ball you're like that's my walk-up song it's like game over
1: yeah, and uh, that I feel like Wrecking Ball is a great... Walk- I, I talked about that on Eddie's podcast about how I used to love that song and then he would troll me by having people use it as my walk-up song. Oh, really? Yeah. And now I'm like, bro, you think that's trolling you me? That's I, was trolling? Like, I
0: love it, yeah.
1: I was like, it's the best idea ever. I'm going to use that until yeah. something better comes
0: along. I always... Uh, yeah, like I used to say, if I go up, I'd be like, I'll do anything by like the Pumpkins or like Beastie Boys, but then if you don't give them... Uh, direction or if it's someone I don't know they pick like the worst song so then I just started saying party in the USA because it's like then they're excited about it too because they're like oh this is funny I'm like it's it's not but I just know it's got a good but then you got to go up at the right time because it's the start is too long
1: exactly what I that's what uh was the what's the GM in Naples Dennis Dennis, yeah he he figured that out night too I forgot when I said I wanted wrecking ball I was like oh you got to start it when she goes into it because yeah. otherwise the beginnings like the
0: chorus, yeah. I think yeah, it's at yeah. 42 seconds, something like that. But okay, so no Taylor Swifties. What are what are your other deal breakers?
1: It's a great question. What about like I music,
0: mean, comedy, taste, like uh TV, no any like pop political
1: smokers? Thing? Absolutely no. That's okay. like a heart. that's like a hard now. Looks um, like you
0: would be a smoker. I
1: look, <laughs> like, look I like I would Marlboro, be a Marlboro
0: man, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: My mom, my mom's a smoker and it's just something like I was the kid at like five years old is like faking,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, put oh, down the window. Oh, okay.
1: Um. So that's like a hard no, but also like in LA in 2021, that's like not even a,
0: that's not an issue.
1: Yeah. Unless you're like dating like the rock star girl, you know? And then, um, yeah, I mean, comedy, there are certainly, I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but there are certainly... If somebody was like, "Oh, you're a comedian. I love blah blah blah," right? There would there's a couple people.
0: We always go. We say Jeff Dunham on this show because I feel like that's one that he's doing so well. Or yeah, us shitting on him isn't going to hurt us, right? Some yeah. People are like, "Well, actually, it's pretty funny." I'm like, I, "Actually, I've never seen him, so I don't know." I just know yeah, a racist puppet once. Yeah,
1: and, uh, there and there's some, there's certainly some people like that. I would say there's more. You're more likely to win me over by saying I like this comedian and just like having a baseline of knowledge and being like, Oh yeah, they're funny. I like this and this and this they do, but right. there's definitely two or three or four that I would be like, yeah, <laughs> that we're th- if that's your cup work. of tea, I don't think we're going to work out.
0: What about sports? You have a podcast. What if they don't, they don't give a shit about sports. Is that that's it?
1: that's great for me. I don't care that you don't care. Like it's, it's cool. Like I've done the super sportsy type and I've done the whatever, like in the end, um, you're not going to want to watch as much sports as me. So it's all that always ends up being like a, a conversation. Like, so there's Monday night football and the NBA is big on Wednesdays. There's Thursday night football. Friday is like Saturday and Sunday have football. Like, so, you know, they're in my relationships almost exclusively. It's like, how much sports can you watch? And I'm always like, well, uh, you know, I pay most of my bills, uh, talking about sports twice a week for 90 minutes. So I kind of have to do this.
0: Right. It's your job.
1: But, uh, yeah. So like being, being anti-sports being like, Oh, sports ball, you know, that whole, like,
0: I hate when people say sports ball, if you, far.
1: if you say sports ball, that's a red flag, like it's a right. red flag that we're not going to work Fair out.
0: enough. All right. I've got a hypothetical for you and we're almost out of time here. So you meet a girl, she's gorgeous. What's your type physically? Do you have a physical type?
1: Uh, I, I mean, uh, similar to what I said before about like my, you know, le- it's always kind of based on like varieties, the spice of life. Exactly. So usually different than the last one.
0: All right, fair. So let's say this like subjectively and objectively beautiful woman comes up to you. You meet her after the show. You just crushed it, uh, at, your, at your home club. And uh, and uh, she loves sports. She's wearing your favorite jersey. She's a Knicks fan. I don't know what what your thing is. Yeah, but <laughs> telling you how Patrick Ewing is the goat, and you're like, yeah, I'm okay, fine. that's because a strong
1: that's a strong play.
0: Everything's well. She's saying that he got robbed on the when Pippin. You know, posterized him, all that stuff. She knows all her shit. It was an it
1: was an, it was an offensive foul. She comes with that was a charge. I'm like, yes, oh, okay,
0: ch- we got. <laughs> yes, she says it was a charge. She got right.
1: She's in a women's cut Ewing jersey. With- okay, are you
0: Nick's Patrick Ewing? Uh, she's got a his Georgetown jersey. That's how deep she is. Like, listen, be still my heart. And uh, she's all like, she's like, she loves all the same comedians you like. Everything's great. And then she's like, hey. I have big ass for you. Like my favorite artist is Taylor Swift. Will you come to see her at the Hollywood bowl with me? What are you going to do? <laughs> I, I,
1: I mean, at this point, honestly, I think, uh, I think I would have to. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough because you know what? I feel like the whole, the build up, like the, it's too good to be true. Like the whole beginning, it's like, it's just, too good to be true. I feel like this could be, just the the most epic of of failures you know what i mean it's because now
0: have a kid in two years like yeah. part of everything and 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 she's a former division one athlete so like your kid by like- the way
1: that that's my type that's what now we're talking yeah all
0: right so she's a former athlete she played volleyball this t- is
1: what we're talking about t- yeah. volleyball yeah okay okay all Fine. right let's
0: taylor's like she's obsessed with taylor swift the 10 minute video that you're talking about, she has the uncut version, which is 57 minutes yeah. and she watches it like pretty much every time. Like you, when you're watching NBA, she's on board, but when you go to NFL, she's like, I'm going to watch more Taylor Swift, but it, you can hear it in the background. You can't tell her to turn. It I, down.
1: I'd probably take her up on, on the offer. And then, you know, either on our way or after the show, I might have to go like full Jehovah's witness and be like, um, do you have a moment to talk about miley cyrus
0: <laughs> she's not anti-miley like some people great great <laughs> yeah right.
1: i mean it listen that's a huge red flag but like now you're balancing it out with a lot of like green flags
0: yeah you got to make your call everything else is on board i mean like she was a she was a number one setter at at uh, uconn uh volleyball um Division I one. think
1: I think basically what you've painted me the picture of is just a relationship that is going to be so wonderful until it crashes into the biggest ball of flames of
0: all time. <laughs> and then there'll be a song about it, and you can she'll take she'll write and she's also a songwriter in this hypothetical. All of a sudden, and she's gonna write a song about you.
1: That's kind of what I'm looking for. Is like a a, <laughs> former, a former volleyball player that now writes piano music.
0: Joe, we are out of time. I want to take you through more hypotheticals. We got to do this again. And that was um, a
1: strong hypothetical. I'm not going to lie. I'm picturing a, <laughs> a, a women's cut Georgetown throwback. I'm like, but, yeah. I, I need yeah, to see one I, of those.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I thought of that. But um, <laughs> where what, you have to go on the go on hinge, set up a thing by the time we get we're going to have you back on. And I want to see what happens. Go on one of those dates and then tell me. If I was wrong, I could be wrong, but I feel like you have strong opinions and you have strong things that there is not your soulmate, but like your person that's there. I don't know how you, maybe list yourself as a podcast. So I don't know if that's better than. Yeah,
1: Yeah, just uh, independently wealthy.
0: Yes, Where, (laughs) uh, where can people find out about your upcoming shows and your podcasts and all that good stuff? All
1: of my social media is at Joe Prano, except for Twitter, I'm at Fix Your Life um, because Joe Prano was taken, uh, and I've got a podcast that airs twice a week, normally Mondays and Thursdays called the dirty sports podcast that I do with another comedian, Andy Reuther. We talk all kinds of sports and, uh, yeah, if you follow me on social media, or if you like sports and you listen to the podcast, you'll hear all the places and see all the places that I'll be performing and hopefully, if you're if you if you're a former Division I volleyball player that owns a, <laughs> a throw back Ewing jersey and you want to come to see a show, tickets are on me.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks, Joe, for uh for joining me on the podcast. And thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Hey all, you guys know that I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But My friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured... Give him a call, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm, so in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right, he's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him 312 648 8800 or check out his website, ScottShapiroLegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. I'm still standing. Got my feet this you ain't about the